From the outside, the town did look empty. The dogs and the cats roamed the streets, but all the lights were off, and only one chimney seemed to have any smoke coming out of it. But were you to go in the building where the smoke was coming out? And you knew where the hidden door was. Behind the barrels. You would find the entire town gathered around watching two people brawl it up. Lots were being cast among the passer throughs and townspeople. Men winced and ducked. Children clung to the women, and the women winced and ducked along with their heroes. A wash of stale beer and tobacco clung to the air, the only light cast by a hanging brazier, swaying slightly above the roped-off blood pit. Tonight's fight was between rivals, the son of the huntsman, Igor, a stout 23 cursed with bad luck, and the shopkeeper's son, Brent, a snowy at 24, known for his father's money. They slipped and pushed around the ring, Brent winning the inside, forcing Igor back. Brent's got three hits in for every one of Igor's. Brent spent the last ten years training, being supported by his father, traveling in the country's pro-boxing circuit. Whenever he was in town, he'd compete in the bare-knuckle fights, knowing that if he could make his father money, he might show some love. Igor seemed unaffected by the hits that impacted him. In fact, it seemed Igor was not in the fight at all. His eyes looked like tired stones, and his shoulders pressed down into him with dread. Good evening. This is Evening News Radio, and I am your host, Alex Hunter. Tonight's story is from across the multiverse, in Sector B7. We follow Eagle as he starts his path. Eagle knew that Brent would never be able to beat him. Brent pulled his punches. He was a trained fighter. He never fought for his life. Eagle, on the other hand, had only ever fought him to live. Eagle simply waited for Brent quicken his breathing, until that sidestep looked a little more sluggish, and then capitalized on his cut, one hit directly to the face, and everybody stared because just moments before Brent had Eagle on the ropes, the judge raised Eagle's hand. 
Everybody stayed silent. You could tell who in the crowd was happy though. Like Brent's father, who went straight to the bookie, even though his own son lay in his blood, dripping from his ears, nose, and lips. It was common knowledge in the town that if Eagle was fighting, you bet on Eagle. Eagle left the bar with the bag that felt lighter than what he was promised. He still won, he thought. But that was close. Closer than it's been in a long time. Igor and the butcher's daughter lived above the butcher's shop. It was a one-room apartment, and things were tight, but it did its job. The apartment was accessible by a staircase on the right side of the building, stairs that ended in a small landing. Igor hated the steps, but it came with the cheapest place in town. When he got to the heavy wooden door, he was surprised to find it locked. Their door did not have a lock. He started noticing in the moonlight a cracked wooden beam in the door, scratched paint on the rails. He noticed that the steps the butcher's girl usually kept clean were covered in dirty boot prints. He swallowed. Something was wrong. Something was wrong. Leaning on the railing, he could just reach the window to the left of the door. He always left it open. He pulled himself through the window, into the darkness, and onto the floor. Against the door lay a still, large man with his throat slit, still dripping, but slowly. The man's clothes were worn and torn, a skeleton riding a lioness tattooed on his right hand. A short sword lay at his side, and Igor quietly snuck and grabbed it. The wall between the door and the apartment provided cover from the main room as he sneaked around the hallway's corner, looked into the apartment's room, and saw his things, torn, broken, smashed. The only thing not destroyed was a clean white sheet of parchment, hammered into half of a broken table in the corner of the room. The parchment read, I've been following a pack of slavers, scum. From town to town I hunted them and finally pinned them in Underwood. I stalked their movements, hoping to catch them in the act. But before I could react, they had already fled the building. Except for the guy by the door. The woman that was living here was taken. And I'm going to leave soon, as I can refresh my supplies. I'll be spending a few hours at the Bare Knuckle Inn. Meet me there if you'd like to hear more.
bounty hunter. Rules choice. Igor did not have a problem picking out Roll Joyce from the normal late night crowd of the Bare Knuckle Inn. He stood a head taller than most of the other patrons and kept a serious demeanor that contrasted the excitement still floating in the air from the fight. Roll sat alone, dressed in dark green and dark browns. He was tattooed, bear claws gripping the back of his hands and then disappearing under his sleeves. Igor stepped his way through the inn, not acknowledging the calls from fans and the claps on the backs from tonight's winners. Igor slid onto the scooped bench across Roll's table, not breaking eye contact with the stranger. Roll lit his pipe and looked up as he exhaled, searching. I can only tell you what I know, boy. And from what I know, things don't look hot for a lady. Another drag. The keepers have been raiding the outer towns for the past three months, moving bodies back to the capital with plague carts. It's close to flawless if we get to the capital. Anyone or anything can disappear there forever. Igor didn't reply, having never thought much about the capital. And still processing everything that had happened, the barmaid came by and he ordered an ale. Based on how they came in, I can assume they're going to Riverside. Even with the carts, they'll avoid the King's Road as much as they can manage. The ale came, slightly spilling over the top. The barmaid gave a slight bow and walked away with a slight limp. Mm. The carts will slow the keepers down. And my supplies should be here soon. They'll get what's coming to them. By the way, you wouldn't be for hire, would you? Evil looks surprised. Not for that, you street rat. As a guard, I haven't been able to hire anybody since the last guy caught the damn plague. I saw you fight earlier. We'll consider that your resume. Finish that meal and we'll be going.